Good morning, people of God. Pastor Mike coming to you once again. We thank the Lord for being able to bring a life-changing word to you into your homes. We thank the Lord for just being a mighty good God in our lives, for being a savior. We thank the Lord for making another day that we could rejoice and be glad in it. We thank the Lord for just keeping our family safe, no harm or danger coming upon us. We thank the Lord today for his angels that watch over us, that keep us. We thank the Lord for just being God, God himself. We thank the Lord for he's greater than any issue, any problem that we will ever encounter. And I thank the Lord for being able to, as I said, come to you once again. We're going to be reading today out of the book of Acts. Chapter 18, 19 through 22. And he came to Ephesus and left them there, but he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay a longer time with them, he did not consent, but took leave of them, saying, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Jerusalem, but I will return again to you. God willing. And he sailed from Ephesus. And when he had landed at Caesarea and gone up and greeted the church, he went down to Antioch. There are some key words in these scriptures here. One of them, if it be the will of God. My subject today is you should have said no. In your life, can you just ponder for a moment times when you should have said no, but you said yes? And what were the results from you not being able to just say no? We have here Paul on a journey, and he'd been in Corinth for a while, and he sailed for Syria, and he's accompanied by a couple, Priscilla and Aquila. In this journey, Paul finds himself where the Jews were very excited and happy about him. And it says here that they asked him if he would stay a little longer. But Paul says, no, but I will return to you if it be God's will. And that's how I came up with my subject that we need to take a page out of Paul's book and we not need to start telling some folk, no. It's not just our children we need to tell no sometime, but it's people around us who try to take us for every little bit that they can. And I don't mean just financial gain, but sometimes in life, we surround ourselves with people that continually drain us of 
our spirit, our being, our happiness. We tend to be around people sometimes that we're always in a mode of trying to make someone else happy, thereby leaving ourselves unhappy. We spend too much time not allowing God's will to be done, but we want our will to be done. And in that process, we end up leaving ourselves mentally and physically and spiritually drained, where we have nothing in the tank for ourselves, because we just can't say that one little word, no, because we're afraid of hurting someone's feelings. We're afraid of someone being upset with us. We're afraid of, of folk around us just not liking us, not inviting us to their little party, not inviting us to their little get-together, not inviting us into their space. But Paul gives us a good example here of even though folk are into you and they like what you're saying and doing, sometimes you just have to say no. And what we find here in Paul's journey with Priscilla and Aquila, he decides that it's time to leave. It's time to leave Priscilla and Aquila behind and he finds himself on a journey. And during this journey in Ephesus, he finds himself going to the synagogue and trying to reason with the people and, and, and trying to, to tell them about Christ and how that they can be saved because of a son, of a, a savior that came to the world to save them from their sins. But what Paul ends up running into is, is a lot of his Jewish people really didn't want to hear his message of Christ. A lot of his Jewish people, the same way that Paul was taught, but had to be changed by God himself. Now he has this task of delivering the word of God to the Jewish people, and they not really won't even hear the message. And if you would turn your Bibles back, in the, we're still going to stay in the same chapter here, the 18th chapter. Go back to the sixth verse. And the word of God says, but when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and said to them, your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From, from now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And he departed from there and entered the house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshiped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. Paul has gotten upset with the Jews because 
they blasphemed. They spoke against the very word that he was trying to preach. They came against a lot of things that he was saying about Jesus, about Christ. And even though he had said at that time that he was out and he was going to preach to the Gentiles, you'll find throughout that Paul still would enter synagogues because he desperately wanted to help his fellow Jewish people. And you, ask, you have to ask yourself the question, why? And it's like that a lot of times in our lives that sometimes we want more for others than they want for themselves. And Paul had a desire that he even goes further and says that he would have given his life for them to know Christ. This is how desperately he wanted the Jews to know who Jesus was. He didn't want them to miss out on who Christ was. He was ecstatic over knowing who Jesus was and being able to relay that to his fellow Jewish people. But no matter how much he ministered, Paul ran into, in his ministry, he ran into times where he wanted more for others than they wanted for themselves. So Paul had to get somewhere in his life like we must do today. And Paul had to make sure he had surrendered his life to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Paul recognized that he couldn't be driven by his own desires or his own rationalizations. He couldn't rationalize. Why? But he had to be driven by the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times in our life, we're not driven by the Holy Spirit, but we're driven by the enemy. We're driven by our own selves. You see, it's not always the devil that we can point the finger and blame everything on like some people do. Sometimes it's just you. And it's hard for us to take accountability and accept that it's really you. I should have said no. You should have said no. We should have said no. But we end up allowing folk to play on that good side that they give us that little, they have a pity party and, and they play on that side of, of our compassion. And, and, and we don't understand having compassion for people and understanding that there is still the will of God. And this is what Paul says here in this passage. He says, when they ask, would you stay or come back or whatever? And, and Paul says that if it's God's will, I'll return to you all. We need to start putting that in, in our conversations and stop telling people what we're going to always do. But we need to say, here's my plan. However, if it's the will of God, it will happen. We need to get out 
of our own way. Stop being driven by our own desires. You see, sometimes the Bible says that we're, we're drawn away from our desires. That's how we're drawn away. The enemy don't draw us just by sitting, giving us an intellectual conversation and, and convincing us something is right. But a lot of times the enemy, it, the Bible tells us that we're drawn by our own lust, by what we want. Our desires is what gets a lot of us into a mess. It might not be the will of God that you loan someone a certain amount of money. But you do it believing that just because you see a need, that it must be God wanting you to do this. But the one thing I've learned is, is that just because a need exists, it don't mean that God has called you to meet that need. I'm going to say that again. Just because a need exists does not mean that God is calling you to meet that need. We need to pray more. We need to seek the face of God. We need to talk to God when folk come to us. We need to learn how to tell people, I'll get back to you right now. I'm not going to give you an answer right here on the spot because I need to pray. I need to seek the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit to guide me into this. I need a spirit of discernment right now. You see, if you look in the book of Hosea chapter four and somewhere around about the 14th verse, you'll see where the, the Bible speaks about people without discernment are doomed, doomed to making continual mistakes, doomed to finding ourselves separated from the will of God and separated from what our true purpose is. All because we're just not in the will of God. We're in Michael's will. Put your name in that, 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 your will. Whatever you think your will is. And we end up in a big mess every time. Every time we get out of the will of God, we find ourselves trying to figure out how we're going to get back. And we need to make sure that we're being led by the Spirit Romans 8, 14 says, for all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. We need to learn that we, we need to stop leaning to our own understanding. Galatians 5, 16 says, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Walk by the spirit. And we won't have to worry about the flesh pulling us right, left. We won't have to worry about the flesh getting us in all kinds of a mess. We won't have, about the, won't have to worry about the flesh putting us in situations and circumstances that we don't even know how to get out of. You see, we could have been like Paul and listened to the Holy Spirit, or we could have did the opposite. And, and because folk love us and because people are happy for us to be around and, and they're treating, treating us good that now we decide, well, I guess we will stay with these people. But how many of you know that 
People can love you today and hate you today, not tomorrow, but today. They can start out talking about how good you are and in the middle of the conversation, find a reason to start arguing and fussing and fighting with you. But when God opens up an apparent door, we got to make sure that we listen to the Holy Spirit. And if the Spirit is telling us it's time to go, we need to go. I'm sure Paul had a difficult time as well. But here was one of the key things that I believe in reading through this passage, scriptures before and scriptures after. I truly believe that Paul recognized he had to stay focused on God's priorities for him. And we need to know what is the priorities that God has set before us. You need to take a personal inventory and, and, and you need to say, God, if you don't know what God's purpose and, and priorities are for you in your life, you need to ask God. God, show me. Let me be focused, God, on the task at hand, where I should be, what I should be doing, how I should be doing it. You see, we have a lesson that's being taught here that we must remain focused no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter who's standing in front of you. We must remain focused on the task. What are we doing with our lives? When it comes to our children, what are we doing in our lives when it comes to our family members? What are we doing in our lives when it comes to our jobs, school, everything you can think of is connected to you remaining focused. When you lose focus, you tend not to see things the way that they are supposed to be and that's one of the tricks of the enemy is to cause each and every one of us to lose focus and it's times when you and I should have said no and instead we either said yes or we didn't say anything at all we didn't put our foot down for the enemy or our loved ones or whomever the person it is or the situation that's going on, we didn't put our foot down and say, no, a simple, small word, no, that impacts each and every one of our lives when we make the wrong decisions. The only thing that separates you today from someone that's in prison or someone that is on drugs or someone that it, 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 it may be whatever it is, whatever they're in, the only thing that separates you today is the very fact that someone made the wrong and someone made the right decision. Someone stayed focused in spite of not having two pennies to rub together. Someone stayed focused and, and recognized that I can't go rob somebody right now, but I got to trust and hold on and, and believe that God is going to work this out. 
It's all about staying focused and making the right decisions. Because if the enemy has his way, he'll have us all making the wrong decisions. We need to make sure that we seek the Lord. We need to make sure that we walk closely to the Lord and ask his Holy Spirit to show us which way to turn, whether it be right or left. Ask the Holy Spirit to give us good judgment and discernment. Ask the Holy Spirit to, 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 to walk before us. Show us the way. We don't want to be like other folk and be doomed all because of not making the right decisions. Let the Spirit lead you today. Without the Spirit of God leading us, we'll always end up in a mess. You should have said no. Remember that. Don't allow the enemy to get you in a mess all because of your feelings. Feelings that get you in trouble every time. We thank the Lord for his word today. We thank God. I pray, I hope that someone has allowed the word to change your life, change your heart, change your mind. I thank you for we are living a blessed life where life cannot conquer us. I thank you. I thank you, God, for the people of God, I thank each and every one of you that are continually to send in your tithe and offerings. I thank you for supporting the ministry. For we know God is still blessing. God will bless in pandemic, out of pandemic, whatever it is. God is truly in control, full control. And we believe him that he's going to continue to watch over our families. He's going to watch over our loved ones. He's going to supply us of all of our needs according to his riches, not by this world standard, not by the president's standard, but according to his glory, according to what he has, not what we have. But we understand and know that our, our needs have already been met. So we thank him for that today. Be blessed. Continue to stay strong, stay saved. And keep looking to. Jesus, the only one that can help us right now. Have a wonderful day. Amen.